when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's good, Internet? It is Monday, October 30th, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 109. 109, almost 110. Uh, it, is a, it is a strange Monday morning. It's been a big news day. It's been a big wow. games yeah, day. We, we, we. This whole morning, whatever you got, whatever you want, we got it. Uh, I'm Austin Walker. Joining me today, you already heard the voices of Patrick Klepek. Spelunky 2! And our very own Danielle Riendo. We. Wee oui, wee! Oui. Uh, and the thing I'm gonna yell is, uh, well, uh, indictments. <laughs> indictments. <laughs> Lots of indictments and and a guilty plea from one person I, today. I would like to Wild. indict Derek Yu for sending <laughs> me back to the caves in Spelunky. I thought oh. I'd escape that fucking nightmare trap. All right, so let's delay that the, game. Delay that game. Week. What are we What are we talking about? What is so? Paris, Paris Games Week is happening this week. Sony made a big push, it seems, to make... Sony Europe made a big push to be like, yo, we're out here. <laughs> Let's yeah, the, there was, the yeah, power I put out of balance. A, the yeah, balance I put of out power. A, a tweet out this morning that uh, uh, it's, it's always tough to do vague tweets because people can read into that however they would like. And so apologies if you read that tweet and you were upset that like <laughs> Bloodborne 2 wasn't announced or right. whatever whatever was like your personal pet game that you wanted announced um, that would have qualified for big for you. But yeah, I, I had heard a little while ago that um, there was some discussions about sort of restructuring the way that like the two big uh, news announcements for Sony during the year are E3, TGS, or 3 I guess, E3, TGS, and uh, the PlayStation Expo that happens in December in... Is it in San Francisco or was it in Vegas last year? It was in Vegas last year. It was in San Francisco the yeah, first year. Yeah. Um, I don't know where it is this year. Um, and that there had been a push from Sony Europe to uh, make Paris Games Week like one of those milestones. And I had heard that the sacrificial lamb for that was going to be uh, a place just to experience. Um, and so that there right. were going to be like a big push for announcements. And I think there were like big announcements. But as uh, one of my sources put it, who was one of the ones that had been like inform this was the position that, uh, that Sony was taking it was like it maybe says something bad about Sony's uh like lineup for things they could announce if that was positioned as like the big thing um and there won't be as much until uh, E3 next year so all that said I I thought there was some really cool stuff announced at the the, the show today yeah, I mean, I didn't get the the Mecha Dark Souls I wanted, but I guess Man, Armored Souls okay. still exists Armored out Souls, there. It's in my heart uh, one day. Um, <laughs> but it was a good show. Uh, mm, yeah, I've gone up and down on this. Like, I think so. There was a pre-show that was very VR focused. Danielle, you wrote about that, actually. Yes, I sure did. Uh, there are a lot of things that looked really cool. Uh, there was especially something called Star Child, which is a platformer, like a sci-fi, mm-hmm. cartoonish, very colorful-looking platformer. And, you know, of course, my ears perked up because it was like, oh, it's a cinematic adventure platformer. You know, it's the little Talking Heads interview, and I was typing something right. else. And I was like, oh, those words, those make me excited. And I, I tabbed over, 
to watch it and it was like oh it's in the vr showcase mm-hmm. yeah okay. and it's like it's a game that doesn't look like from from what it from what i saw it doesn't look like it needs to be in vr right like yeah. it's like a it's a 3d but like 2d plane platformer right? what i'll like, say is having i've played both star child and okay. moss which is yeah. another one of the uh sort of like platformy like uh 2d plane uh i mean moss is you're running on a 3d environment but like it's it's very close in it's not um, yeah 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 it's 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 using the, one of the genres that actually benefits the most from 3d is actually like fixed perspective 2d uh games like we saw that austin you know when you and i played that uh like miniature car racer yeah game, uh tiny tracks or yes, something tiny like that tracks. Tiny tracks. Um, yes moss uh looks it's a game that uh, will function just fine without VR, I think. I haven't played mm-hmm. enough of it to like say definitively, but was was a game that felt tangibly improved in the experience of playing because of VR. I don't know if Star Child would be as much. I didn't play. I only played like a ten minute demo of that. Right. Um, but I don't blame people for for looking at some of that stuff and be like, ah, I wish they would just put out a non VR version of that, which like inevitably yeah. probably will that will just show up on Steam, you know, six months later, uh, well, for a lot of those projects. Yeah, I just feel like we're paying lip service at this point to the to f- VR. Like, honestly or... to VR to VR even hmm. being a thing in well, the I'm next six s- months. I'm shocked that it was there. Like I mean this is the thing is that the PSVR has sold all right. The headset prices are coming down on PC and stuff like that. I am, like, such a VR skeptic. I still think it's too expensive. I still think, like, the buy-in isn't there. I'm so bored of shooting galleries and games in which, like, the sell. Like, there was another... There was a VR game in the big show, the big uh, press conference, called Blood and something. What was that called, Patrick? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, Blood and... I want to say Silk? Fury. No. Blood and... Oh, my God. What a bad name. Blood and uh, Silk? Blood is and that Blood and Silk would... Blood and Truth. God. Blood and Silk would be dope. I would play yeah, Blood and Silk. Are you kidding me? That's way more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but blood and blood and truth. Eh. Uh, it's just like a, like a shitty Bond, like a, like a, a yeah, like alternative yep. James Bond. And it's like uh, London. James Bond, the bodyguard. Like, right. Which is yes. Even, you know, it's London Studio too, which means it has just like a little bit of the getaway in there. Um, oh yeah. And they're a the, talented studio. They do they yes, do some cool stuff. Totally, totally. But it's it's one of those things where I don't know that the. VR experience at this point is ever going to pull me back in if it's just going to be shooting galleries and like platformers that I wish I was just playing on the non 2D or non VR experience. Like I just I'm looking at my headset. It's right over there. I haven't put it on in months. There's stuff that I theoretically should want to play on VR. Um, like Super Hot VR came out. I still haven't played that. I could I could right now go set that up. But it's like something about it is just like so off putting to me. And and it's a it's. I'm swinging back and forth. Like I'm not firm on on what I feel about VR at this point because on one hand, I am a skeptic as a personal like in a personal way, but I'm glad that they're giving the floor to VR people to some degree because people are throwing money at it. Like on the development side, people are throwing their time at it. They're like, "All right, this is it. I'm going to swing for the fences and try to make the coolest VR shit I can think of." And I I'm glad that they're getting some support. Um I just hope that something hits, you know. That's what it yeah. <sighs> Honestly, at this point, I, I have less than zero interest in VR, and frankly, <laughs> like, I and I don't want to shit on developers at all. Like, I think people are making interesting things. I think there are interesting and cool applications for VR. I'm just at the point where I can very safely say, I think, this is not for me. I get sick, right. and I get sick even in the games where you're not supposed to get sick in. Right. They're always like, right. no, no, you're not moving much in this. I still get, like, woozy after yeah. it. And 
it's fine. Like, it's okay. It's not for everybody, and it's okay to say it's not for everybody. So, you know, like, as much as I am just basically a, a, an old lady at this point with a lot of new technology, it's <laughs> it's cool. Look, I, I want people to make the thing that they want to make. I, I am afraid for developers, however, who are getting supported right now, getting VR money right now, and I'm worried about when that cord is going to get cut and leave people completely... Uh, you know, with unfinished projects or anything like that. Like, I, I just don't see a happy future here. And maybe that's maybe that's because of the month I'm having. But I, I am afraid for the future of VR, even though I know it's not for me. Right. Um, what else did they have today? What was the other? I mean, we'll get to we'll get to the big one, Patrick. We just jump to it now. They, you know, they did transition yeah. at the very end of yeah. that, I guess, at the very end of uh the the pre-show they're like oh and there's one more thing and that ended up being maybe the biggest announcement of this entire show even yes. though it was the pre-show especially for, especially for waypoint as a publication yeah i mean <laughs> listen we how did we launch our website like we did a live stream and the first thing that we did was we played co-op spelunky mm -hmm. um yes. and they announced spelunky too we don't really know anything about it there's a, a really great like intro of of the spelunky guy like having a baby and the baby grows up baby. <laughs> yeah um i'm i'm genuinely uh, shocked what do you that want Der yeah like, meet that derek you is is choosing to to make a spelunky too because uh so what spelunky came out on xbox 360 in 2008 or 2012 God, was it okay? Well, I was gonna say you said 2008, and my whole life just turned upside uh, down. But uh, I believe it's 2008 when Spelunky original right, came right, right. Out. Yes, um, yes. And so, for people that aren't familiar with like the timeline of Spelunky, like you should go back and play like the original Spelunky. You can download it for free. Um, it's uh, the original Spelunky has so much of what would become the like classic uh, like update to Spelunky that came out in, in 2012 for the three originally on the 360. Um, uh, but like the 2012 version, like just does so many small things, it's like so big good. and small, to like to like just really tweak it to perfection. Um, and so for you know more than, uh, or I guess at this point, uh, uh, you know for a number of years, like uh, almost 10 years now, Derek Yu has been working on Spelunky in some fashion. Presumably, he was working on it prior to 2008 when he published the original version. So it's possible it's been a full decade, um, and he hasn't announced a game since. Spelunky kind of finished coming out on a bunch of platforms, although I wish that original one would just get ported to Switch because that would be, like, a super awesome way to play that game again. Um, and so, like, to go back to that well again, like, one, it makes me nervous because I think, like, there are few games that I would point to as, like, more or less being... Like, perfect is a bad word. I don't like that word. But, like, Spelunky is, like, a pretty perfect video game. Like, it's just immaculately made, and I don't play it and look at it and go... Yes. Like, a lot of games you play and go, this is an interesting foundation for another game. Um, like, there's some cool ideas, but, like, I'd love to see where they go with this. I didn't finish Spelunky thinking that. I finished Spelunky thinking, I'd love to see what else Derek U wants to make. I don't need right. to play a Spelunky mm -hmm. 2. So, on one hand, I'm nervous. On the other right. hand, if he feels the need to go make a Spelunky 2, I am captivated by what it is about Spelunky 2 made him want to go back like there must right. have been something you... he has too much money he has no reason <laughs> to make a spelunky 2 well and he is working on other stuff right like ufo yes. 50 was announced this year it's 50 games from five indie game makers like it is it is like uh for people who don't know what that is i don't know that we've spoken about it at length here um it is as if you'd bought like one of those weird oh there's 50 games on this old nes cart um and they are like smaller than 8-bit traditional titles from the 80s but like only slightly smaller they're big full games they're not mini games they're not micro games they're like 
that to me suggests like he had a place to do the experimentation and like UFO 50 is where he is like oh man I have this cool idea for a puzzle platformer that does something different I have a cool idea for a racing game I have a cool idea for a fighting game I'm gonna play with those ideas and then like I don't know what the relationship is between those ideas and Spelunky 2 or anything like that I'm not trying to make a a direct comparison but it's interesting to me that he does he is going off and doing this thing with four other people where it's like let's just explore and do all sorts of wild experimentation and then over here it's like and Spelunky 2 and also I figured out how to do another Spelunky that is going to be hopefully very good because Derek is, is Derek is one of the, the best game designers of our time for sure. You should uh, go, people. If uh, even if you uh, didn't play Spelunky or you just enjoyed watching Spelunky, uh, I think there's a lot of people that enjoy. Like well, there's a lot of people today who are very excited that I'm going to be forced to yes. play a Spelunky two on, on a daily stream going forward. <laughs> Fuck, who, I cannot. Who wait. will probably never play Spelunky two. But if you're uh, interested in game design, um, Derek, you wrote a book about the development yes. of Spelunky in which. Uh, in addition to being a uh, really uh, insightful and interesting game designer, he also proves to be like he, he proves to be insightful about his process of making Spelunky. And if you mm-hmm. want to see in like very plain spoken words why and how he built the game he did, there are probably like very there aren't that many very good there aren't that many good books about game development. And right. um, you know, Jason Schreier of Kotaku published a, an interesting book um, uh, earlier this year that is definitely worth reading. But from like a pure designer perspective, that breaks down in you know, one game and all the decisions that went into that, uh, Derek Yu's book is is absolutely worth seeking out. Yep, um, and it looks absolutely. like, uh, according to Derek on on Twitter, it's coming to PS4 and Steam first. first. So, first. so also so going to come a, out. The dream of a Switch version. Oh boy, remains alive, and that will probably happen. And my guess is this is just one of those, you know. Six months right. on on PS4, and then it'll show up everywhere else. Uh, right. I mean, one of the people that he's he's working with, they're they're working with here is uh as a porting company. Yeah, Blitworks. Blitworks. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then and then um uh is it Eric Eric Strach uh, who did some of the music and sound for Splunky One and also like Downwell, Ridiculous Fishing, Super Crate Box, like good sound designer uh, also working on this game, and that is exciting because good sound in games like that means so much. Like, if you, you don't know it until you've played a game that on, on its face is really good, but it doesn't communicate what it needs to communicate through, like, item sounds and enemy sounds, like, knowing that the you're, you're coming close to, like, a spike, like, a spike trap because you hear the spikes going in and out of the side of the, like, the a weird uh, object in the environment like meant so much to getting your head around that space so it's a small thing but like i'm glad the same sound designer is working on this game yes um, yeah i want to ask you both uh, since yeah. you both have more spelunky experience than that you're both uh spelunkers i guess right yeah that's that's the term mm-hmm. anyway whatever. Sp- yeah, we're what is what is something that you would really like to see in a spelunky sequel I don't, like, is no. there something you can imagine <laughs> okay no um, not really i mean it's I, that's why i'm i find myself sort of perplexed and and interested in what it's going to be because I don't I don't know specifically what I would want even if you're asking me right now like what do you want from another Spelunky it's like is it more Spelunky not really like so I'm actually that's why I'm curious I'm wondering if he might it's called Spelunky 2 but I wonder if we might be surprised at what the approach is right there's a bunch of possible approaches right like it could be it could be Spelunky DLC of just like here's four new worlds right like that's a version of this game and it's 20 bucks or 15 bucks and like boom here's a cool thing but someone convinced him to call it Spelunky 2 there's also (laughs) there's also the Steam World Dig to Steam World Dig 2 thing right which is like Steam World Dig was proc gen go down into the mines dig a bunch 
SteamWorld uh, 2 is like, here's an open world that is explorable in the vein of Metroid or, you know, the Castlevania games. Right. Um, and so it could be that. Like, it could be a huge set of tombs and worlds to explore. Who knows? Or it could be he figured out a third thing to to uh, add to bombs and ropes, right? Like, maybe there's a whole new traversal mechanism that we couldn't think of that he adds that just, you know, it's still just diving through procedurally generated dungeons and stuff. But it is, it, you know, now on top of blowing up walls and using ropes to climb or descend, there's another dimension of, of exploration that we haven't thought of yet. I guess um, I would, uh, if I think about it, like, I love the basic mechanics of Spelunky so much. I would, yes, I'd play another four levels, but I think I would yeah. be disappointed if it was just like another four areas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would love too. Spelunky and its gameplay dropped into a larger construct, right? Like, uh, I don't necessarily like SteamWorld Dig has a story, but like it's yeah. mostly just there to like kind of string you along to do these things. Like the idea of like Spelunky dropped into something bigger. I don't know what that bigger thing is, but like in, in the way that SteamWorld is SteamWorld Dig Two, right? Uh, I would be interested in something like that. That sort of broadened out what's like just drop Spelunky. What is this world? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think about something like um, Caves of Cud, which is a, a roguelike that is. Not a game I've ever been able to get my head around. It's not like my like it's it's every time I've seen it, I've been like, wow, this is wild. I need to put a week aside to like learn how to how to play this game. Uh, but it's like it's a traditional roguelike. You explore, you do you know there are there are procedurally generated areas. There are some areas that are handcrafted. But then like the story stuff is in there through text, and it's just wild. It's just like. You know, the one of the screenshots in the Steam thing is, it's, it's like, live and drink, traveler. Welcome to my village, idyllic Kyukyakua, uh, as it is spoken in the native tongue. How may I serve you? And the first dialogue option is, you are an albino ape. And it's like, yep, this game sounds wild. You're talking to albino apes in their villages, and you become weird mutant people. And I don't want all of that for Splunky 2, but I could imagine a world in which... There are, it's not just that there are four new tile sets, it's that they feel like worlds, and maybe there's a couple of extra NPCs, the way something like Heat Signature, or, I don't remember if Rogue Legacy did it, but like, there definitely have been some some roguelikes, like progression-driven roguelikes, that make you feel like, okay, you know, there is a bigger world here, there is a story, there is a setting that goes beyond just, I'm trying to get all of the gold, and I can imagine that being fun, um... But also, I think we're we're probably all just lying to ourselves. And like, <laughs> if it is four new tile sets that feel good, we'd be disappointed. But also, oh, if they 100%. feel good, if they 100%. feel good, they feel good, right? Yes, yes. So that's like the the, the low bar of just four more Spelunky areas is I, I, that's fine. That's fine. Right. Right. That's fine. Yep. Uh, what else came out of this before we we leave the Paris Game Show behind? Anything else stand out to people? Uh, so you've talked about uh, The Last of Us in the past uh, before, Danielle. I am yeah. curious if yeah, I don't have. I watch a lot of horror. I don't have a problem with violence. Uh, <laughs> like, but the out completely out of context, yeah. hyper violent, seemingly no point scene. Like I don't. I didn't understand what the point of the section they decided to show at this uh, uh, conference. I'm curious, Danielle, like what your takeaway of that, or if maybe I'm just like overreacting to a woman having her arm smashed by a hammer. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like they've done this before with The Last of Us. I remember before oh, the original a shotgun Last thing, of Us. Right? Yeah, uh, there was a shotgun thing where it was just like shooting a guy up close with a shotgun and brain splattering. I don't remember mm. the whole full context, but this was like Maybe E3 2012, you know, the year before right. the game came out. 
Uh, and it just being like, you know, the the room erupted at, at that moment. It felt really gross and really weird and really not what that game was going to be. In a lot of ways, it's certainly a violent game. And, you know, they, they don't shy away from violence by any means. But it's not it's not really the tone of the game. The game is much more somber and sad and, and has at least some some airs towards making a meditation on sort of what it is to live in this world and, and not just be a violent uh, prick in this world. But it's very, like, char- very character-driven. Like, I think that's yes. part of, like, my, yes. the, like, right. separated from that game, you know, years, like, the things I remember about it, the things that stayed with me, the things that I enjoyed the most about The Last of Us was the, the characters in that story. Like, yes, it was a very violent world, but, and that was the context in which they viewed themselves and, and their actions, but... Like, the characters in that game I found to be very memorable. I really, like, I've always been mixed on Uncharted, but I, I really liked The the Last of Us, and yeah. I've been looking forward to the sequel. But there's something about the way they market that game, and maybe this is just, this is, this is just Shotgun 2.0. But I just, <laughs> I, 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 watching that trailer, yeah. I was like, what was the takeaway, right? Like, yeah, who is this, who are you selling this to? Like, I, well, I, I, is, is this going to bring in someone that didn't like the first? Like, I, I just didn't yeah. understand, like, like, wh- wh- was I supposed to get excited about this? Like, I just it didn't felt understand like, anything about uh, it. What it felt like to me was that, like, and this is complete speculation, but it felt like Sony Europe, PlayStation Europe was like, hey, Naughty Dog, give us something. It does. It should be something that's not that important, but that gives a little bit of a of a teaser about the state of the world and what are some major factions and characters. But don't, don't give anything that's like, you know, like, we know you can't give us the big stuff, right? Or maybe they asked for the big stuff and, and Naughty Dog was like, yo, here... Here's a scene of a woman. This game's ways off. Like I'm, I'm guessing this is like fall, Um, you know, 2019. uh, And I can imagine fans of that of that series like picking apart that little, you know, two minute video. And this is the thing that ends up being kind of weird for me about some of this stuff is like, I've been in fandom before, and fandom often doesn't doesn't let the first take be important and instead begins to dive in to dissect things so like for me the first take of that is just like yo this game has no problem like with with like intense amounts of cruelty and there's even a degree of like yeah we're gonna fucking show it uh to it that that doesn't appeal to me personally i know that there are people who like that stuff in 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 fiction and in in film i'm not like or in games too um and i'm not judging people who are like who like the hostile movies? Like I don't like the hostile films at all. But like I know that there is an audience for hostile. Uh, they're not my things. But like I'm not out here saying you, you're not allowed to make that <laughs> art, right? Right. Um, but but the thing that will often bum me out is I can imagine the fan who is like, no 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 no, who cares? Who like who cares that her arm gets broken with a hammer and we the camera doesn't cut away and we just see this woman slam a hammer onto this other woman's arm over there's and over again? There's something else too. Like there's something sharp there because she's bleeding all over the place. So it's like yeah, there's yeah, a hammer right. and maybe a nail and a nail or some shit. Yeah, yeah it sucks. Yeah. Um, it like was hard to watch for me. Uh, but. But instead, what I'll, I think we're going to get a lot of by the end of today is like a dozen videos that are like, who are the demons? Like, oh, they mentioned a group called the demons. They're probably not real right. demons. It's right. probably a group. Oh, is she like, oh, she said that she'd been, what was the exact phrasing? Like, you are nested with sin. What's right. the, And she dragged a, a dagger across or a knife across her belly. Hmm. I wonder what that could mean. And like, it it is always tough for me when that stuff happens because it's like the 
when you take it out of context like that, like in context, presumably the player will already know who the demons are, whether or not Ellie is pregnant, like, and the point of that sequence will be to characterize these different, these different characters on screen to, to like have this moment happen to introduce a new character in the, in the face of the guy who shows up with the bow and arrow. And like, that will be the point. But as a piece of, of advertisement for the game, the point is like, look at how wild we can go. Look at how violent we can get. And also pick this apart for, for little hints about the about the world yeah. and characters and like that makes the cruelty which in context might make sense and might be something that i can more easily swallow feel like it's been forgotten as being cruelty uh and just is like yeah we'll just include that like that's part of the sequence so it's in here i don't know that's my yeah, that's my and, spiel about why i feel weird no i agree and and also there's another piece of context here which danica actually tweeted about yes yes 100%. Earlier, which which was you know just how kind of tone deaf it is for God, for Naughty Dog to have something that like really implies a lot of sexual violence right after there have been sexual misconduct allegations at the <laughs> studio, and they put out that like absolutely bullshit, you yeah. know, milk toast state. You know, I'm saying statement with scare quotes on it. That I feel like I can't look away from that either. Like that that's also a part of how I'm looking at this. Right. Um, right. I don't know if you both have thoughts on that, but I I'm, I'm I think that weird. it's poorly timed. Or no, I don't think it's poorly timed. I do think it's poorly timed, but I don't think it's poorly timed from Sony in the sense that like Sony probably very correctly imagines that everyone doesn't care that like the wide audience of that game is more excited about that game than interested in sexual assault allegations. Um probably understands you know that that the it is it is often the case that the press will chase the will will focus on covering a game instead of talking about sexual assault allegations and it is a a difficult thing to be like all right we're going to talk about how bad this trailer is and then also by the way don't forget those are that sexual assault allegation is still in the air and also they're completely bullshit uh, response to it, which we talked at length about a few weeks ago, yeah. uh, is also still there, and nothing new has come out of, about that stuff. You know, I, what it's I'll just say is reporting on those the things. Bad taste for me, yes, I would yes, say. totally. Yeah. Reporting on those things takes a long time. I can imagine there are reporters who are digging into that stuff, like I for sure. But like, it is, uh, it it can be it can be disheartening to think about this event so close to those allegations, and like. I don't know. Like, it's not like trailers haven't been pulled or changed or whatever before. And uh, you know, I don't. This 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 trailer wasn't literally about sexual assault or something. Right. Uh, right. But but it can still be. It's just still like very. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, not shaking, but like, it's like ah, uh, hmm, it just leaves me with a bad taste. Yeah. Um, it also came right after a trailer from David Cage's Detroit. Oh. Oh yeah. Which yep. like. Jump to Dead Kid real quick. Like heads up if you're gonna watch this. this yeah, at least trailers. I, I, I have my uh, uh, I have this uh, Nest Cam in. Uh, the, <laughs> I, I should be, my, my kid is extremely sick today and threw up everywhere in the morning, so she's oh. been napping, and I'll, I'll be in this podcast as long as she <laughs> she is not right. awake. Um, mm-hmm. But I have like my camera, you know, up on her so I can monitor whether she's woken up or, or needs anything. And then all of a sudden, I'm watching in the other monitor like this fucking David Cage trailer where a oh. kid dies because his shitty dad. Dad goes up, beats her to death. Right, like, beats her to fuck, death. Like David Cage, it's it goes like so. It's it's so the trailer for the new Detroit game was it, you're playing as Kara, who is a character who David Cage debuted like six seven years ago. A GDC, a, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Wait, say that again? What did you just say? A GDC? Wasn't it like a uh, GDC presentation? God, it might have been a GDC. That that, that does sound right. Um, I'm just like, yeah. yeah, he was just like, look at how, look, it was 2012, it was GDC. It was just like, look how good the new PS4 is. Like, look at how beautiful we, in fact, that was PS3 actually at the time. It was oh, a PS3 God. tech demo about like, look how good our tech is. Um, and it was just like, she's an Android who is like a, like a maid slash like home worker uh, uh, android and in that it was like she got her consciousness back um, in this she is just like a maid who shows up to to take care of this this single dad and his daughter and discovers that like oh the dad killed the android last time and then like it goes bad and in a very like quick and hard again hard to watch sequence it goes from like little girl screaming to little girl is dead and then it's like, oh, but if you intercede, you could you could stop this from happening. And it's just like so, again, tone deaf and like. <sighs> it's just a weird scene to extract, right? Like, uh, I think there's plenty of reason to be like deeply skeptical about like right. also, Cage's ability to tell the a story thing. about uh, abusive like, fathers. Abuse. Like, yeah, I don't have I, I think that there are stories to be told about abusive parents. Like, absolutely nothing. David Cage has a resume. I've read his resume. I've played those games like I, I'm not new to this. My dude, you haven't earned it. Like, you don't you don't have the range. <laughs> And again, like in it's similar to the the Last of Us, it's just a like a strange scene to play out, and especially if you haven't been if you let's say you haven't been following that game, that trailer tells you like very little about like what's going on and like the larger questions right. that story right. is you know trying to ask about AI, like you know whether it accomplishes that is is an open question and lots of reason to be skeptical, but it's just a it's a strange scene to highlight especially out of context for like the the larger point that david cage is going to attempt to make with that story and so right. and that's like that's the the weird thing i found about the last of us and uh detroit was where they like the choices i mean the last of like the to briefly touch on uh, your the, the two the discussion you, the two of you just had about the last of us um that game is also like fairly early in development and my guess right. is when that right. scene was picked it's not as simple as like i'll just go find like another scene right. to like put in a trailer that's not an excuse uh but uh i can see how something like that might happen um in which they were sort of backed into a corner if they were going to show anything at all yeah i i it's you know it, it feels exploitative not in the sense that again that that material shouldn't be in a game um because who knows maybe he executes on it and we get through that sequence and i'm like wow like i can't believe he stuck the landing it right. feels exploitative in that it is a cheap way to communicate to your audience what your ambitions are for your project um, and what the stakes of the world are, it feels like. Well, this is like when we were talking about the, the, you know? the horror stuff, like yes, earlier. Like, 100%. Uh, when I was saying, like, how horror leans too far and too quickly into sexual assault as yep. a way of shocking the audience. And, like, this is, this is in that wheelhouse where it's like, it's one thing to, you know, present this and if you stick the landing. But I think the reason people, the reason people. I think people that are fans of David Cage like don't understand why he ends up getting like so much criticism when he's just right. quote unquote raising the question. Um, but it's because people don't have confidence that he will stick the landing based on past history. Um, and that there's a different, you know, the, like you said, a resume is important. Um, yep. And if it was someone who had told uh, stories in that wheelhouse before, like it might be the kind of thing where you look at it and go, okay, like. You're biting up. You're taking a big swing, yep. but like I'm curious to see how you're going to try and make that land. And I think just people increasingly feel like he's not necessarily, or or just, I think people. I, I've always had the opinion that 
I'm often compelled by his ideas, but wish he had a co-writer to help him lead him yeah. there. Yes. Um, because he's he's a really good ideas person. I was I was always told this about uh, David Jaffe uh, as well. Well, mm, back when he I was at Sony, that. was that he was someone that was like so good at like the pitch and selling you and getting excited on the idea. But he worked best when there was like some like a right hand person to like steer those ideas in the direction they needed to go to execute on them. And I I've always felt. Increasingly, like David Cage is one of those people that if he had someone that was able to be like, David, 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 like, <laughs> okay, like, here's where we're actually going to, here's the direction where, you know, just was able to take his ideas and, like, shape them. Um, and for better or worse, Sony lets them run wild. And there's there's a certain, I have, I have a certain respect for the fact that they do let him just kind of just do the shit that he wants to do. I just often feel his stories would be a lot stronger if he had someone that w- was there guiding his hand a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, wanna, I uh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you. I was gonna say I wanted to mention because I I've been negative thus far. There are two things that really caught my eye in a really positive way that I thought were really cool. And sure. I'll just mention really briefly. Concrete Genie looks really mm, beautiful. Yeah, that looks really cool. It's like a happy graffiti game where <laughs> I mean I don't know much about uh, the mechanics yet, obviously, but it's it's like a little kid. He's an artist, and there's a really really nice charming art style. Oh, was actually, that, I thought it was uh, a little girl. Was that not a little girl? I I don't know. I I have no idea. Okay. Did I say he? I'm sorry. You I'll did. say that's that. okay. I have I, no idea. Yeah, no yeah. idea. There's a kid. There's a young is a person. Kid. That's true. A young person uh, who kind of runs around the world, uh, drawing beautiful, gorgeous like paintings on buildings, and they come to life, and it looks really beautiful. And maybe mm-hmm. they've been bullied, and I hope that you well, know they've definitely you can make been a nice bullied. little. Uh, there yeah, are no, bullies in this. They've in this been game. bullied, and I hope they can draw some cool monsters that like you know bite the bullies' asses or something. Hell really yeah! Cool. Uh, it is. It is he. It is a guy <laughs> named. It is a little kid, uh, a teenager, a bullied teenager named Ash, who escapes his troubles by painting spectacular living landscapes and mischievous creatures throughout his abandoned hometown of oh. Denska. Um, the thing that I loved about it was when you're painting these creatures, you are like, you pick brushes, um, uh, and then it looks like you do the drawing and the brush like draws out the thing. So for instance, there are, there's a page in the, in the trailer, you're picking like from what type of horns to give the monster. And so there's like, okay, I want like an antler like thing, or I want something that looks like tree branches, or I want something that looks like flowers. And so, but it isn't just like, okay, well now they have just tree branches sticking out of their head. You then draw (laughs) a line and it draws a tree branch or an antler to match the the direction that you did so you still it's like this nice combination it's almost like a photoshop brush or, or a paint shop yeah. you know what i mean a photoshop brush where you're just like okay this is going to produce all of the cool effect around it but but i get to at least have the control over where it goes and that sort of blend of hand con- like hand controlled uh artistic creation plus the algorithm helping you make it look good <laughs> is really cool and I, i'm excited to, to see more of what that is and that's who's that from that's from um uh, let me take uh, uh pixelopus which oh, is an in-house uh, SIE, okay. a Sony Sony interactive team. Um, I don't know what. Hey, else what happened doing. to that Dreams game? Where the what the fuck is Media Molecule up to? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you know they're working on it. They're working they're doing on a it. Thing. Uh, I've heard that thing. they're still working on it. Is what I'll okay. say. Okay, uh, so that's my that's my rumor mill. Is it's still being worked on? So that's good. Okay. Um, anything else? Oh. What else? Oh yeah, was also good? The, what was your other one? The other one was Ghost of uh, what Shuni, Shushima. Is that? Oh yeah, the new Sucker Punch game. The new Sucker Punch game, right, right, right. It is a a, an open world game, but you're a samurai, and it sounds like there's actually a lot of stealth in it. They're they're using stealth in the in the sort of uh, description of the game, which which gives me hope. Even though I wanted a ninja game, not a samurai game, I was was hoping for Tenchu. Yeah, that's what I was saying in chat. (laughs) I I love Tenchu. 
<laughs> Tenchu is amazing. And now that I actually really love stealth games right. at this point in life. Uh, but it does look really cool. We don't know much about it, but uh, I sure they, am interested in There was like a brief after the show interview with yeah, the, like some of the developers. Shriek. Yeah. yeah uh, that was like, hey, we're not going to show you any gameplay yet, but like, let's right. give you a little more background <laughs> on the game. Um, so yeah, it is... Uh, it takes place during um, a a period where uh, Mongols Mongols are, are invading in are invading yes. the the island of is it the island of Tsushima? Uh, Tsushima? Maybe that that is why it is called Ghost of Tsushima. 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 Hmm. Hmm. I, mm. I took Japanese guess. for t- two years and now I'm fucking it up. That's Tsushima. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, the Mongol army invaded Tsushima in Japan in like 1200 or. A like a thousand and forty two, something like that. Uh and uh you play a samurai who's like, nah, get out of here. <laughs> We're no, no thank you, sir. <laughs> get out. Um yeah, it looked good. It looked I mean it, it's a it's a premise. It's a premise that I'm I'm down with. Yeah. Um, I just want so. more games in that era, uh personally. I'm interested in that. I think again would love more ninja stuff. I know ninjas were the thing in the eighties, but we didn't have a lot of great stealth games in the eighties, so you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally. down for that. And they're a talented studio, and I was yeah. so I was so over infamous by the time the yeah. PS4 one came out that I just didn't even play Second Son. But yeah. I I liked the I really liked the first one and 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 what they did with it. And uh, just a cool studio. So I'm I'm excited that they're doing something like kind of radically different, but also feels like right in their wheelhouse. Um, and the fact that like. I kind of like that the name's fucking weird and like not straightforward at all. Like the logo like a, is too. The logo feels yeah. really like sci-fi to me, and it makes me wonder if they're going to end up doing a an Assassin's uh, Creed Horizon or, or a Horizon like or a yes, exactly. They kind of split the difference where it's like, yeah. okay, we're going to be historical, but we want to do some other stuff with gameplay that we can't quite get right accomplish with the uh, the historical stuff. But yeah, um, the, I think that I, I'm excited for that game. I don't know what it's going to be. None of us do, but I. I, I I'm glad that Sucker Punch is making something Same. new when they're starting to Same. talk about it. Uh, anything else? What else was there? Is there anything else that we are worth uh, you, Well, you wrote a, a brief piece uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. about Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, they showed off a Shadow of the Colossus trailer. Weirdly, the one that went up on their website or on the YouTube is a different video, is a different trailer than the yeah. one that they showed in the stream. Um, the one that they showed in the stream, I mean, they both have they both share some qualities, which is like, the it's a very atmospheric like almost like creeping uh trailer of the lead character whose name i'm forgetting i remember wait is argo the main character or is argo the horse or arrow yeah, oh man horse. it's mm. the horse i think what's the main character oh, is it just wanderer or wander yeah. wander is the name of the of the main character um uh, like walking through the desert and kind of exploring the world, and then in in the full stream, it like turned into the boss fight against the huge giant flying snake lizard thing, uh, which is like one of the best fights in that game, and it just looked gorgeous. Like at all points, it just looked um, so the the sense of place is there in a way that often games miss. Um, I think that 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 a lot of big open world games, especially will have it in key locations like when oh there's going to be a big action set piece here or there's going to be you know the a big a big chase sequence here and so those areas might look really good but then like the in-between places just don't feel like they don't have a placeness to them they don't feel breathed and you know they don't feel like they're breathing they don't feel lived in they don't feel like neither of those is really right for abandoned places but they don't feel abandoned is maybe the actual thing they don't feel like okay someone once passed through here or animal life is really here ruins don't feel like ruins they feel just like setting for you to have a sword fight in 
Um, I think that's even true for some of The Last Guardian, which which is a game I thought was like okay, but like I don't think it, it communicated a sense of place the way that Shadow of the Colossus did. And the, both of the trailers, the one that's actually up on their YouTube, the one that happened in the stream, both communicated that and like seemed to get the the tone and atmosphere first uh, style of that game, right? Which is what some people really thought was missing from the debut trailer. Like a lot of people saw the debut trailer back at E3 when they, they announced that they were going to do the Shadow of the Colossus remake and said like, we don't need this. Like you don't need to pretty up something just because you can. It's available on the last console generation. It's about, it was available on the PS3. Like just play that. That's okay. And I get it. I totally get it and agree that you don't need every game to have the newest, hottest graphics to be good or to be worth playing. Um, and I would take a, just another remake, another remaster, or like lo- like regular remaster uh, of, for the PS4. But seeing what this looks like feels like it's so in line with the goals of the original, and I'm I'm pretty excited for it. So does it have a date? Does anyone know if that has a date yet? They, yeah, the it's YouTube trailer uh, listed it as like February 6th or something okay. like that. So, yeah, uh, awesome. Really it looks fucking great. I'm, I'm in. I'm totally... And, and like the other thing there was just like it came right after a Monster Hunter World and a Horizon Zero Dawn trailer. Um, and I'm excited about Monster Hunter World because I've never really gotten into one of those games and it seems like the one to get into. Um, but I, I I liked Horizon Zero Dawn. I think now that I've had more time away from it, I probably am more positive on it than I was at the time when I went from playing that to Breath of the Wild, which yeah, is a, it was a bad it was comparison a, for yeah, me, especially. That was a, that was a th- especially for, for you yes. specifically yes. and the games you like. like yes. I feel like you might have liked that game more if you played it now. Yeah, 100%. 100 like especially coming two. off of Shadow of War, coming you know playing Assassin's Creed Origins, I think Horizon would probably stand out pretty well um but but seeing them back to back with shadow it was like oh right the thing that i love about shadow of the colossus isn't just i'm fighting big monsters is that it's like sad <laughs> it's that like it's always so fucking sad <laughs> yeah. it always feels wrong it always I mean, this is not even a new take in any way right this is a classic take but like it always felt like you know deeply melancholy like ah, oh, i don't even want to be these things are so beautiful i can't believe i'm fucking killing them and like so like there's a degree of of like not predestination but like well i'm gonna walk this path and this path sucks but i'm gonna keep walking this path um and it it just is so beautiful and so artful and and not that not that horizon zero dawn doesn't have beauty in it but it does not have that that sense of like the thing i'm doing is a necessity but it fucking sucks um and i'm i'm way into that feeling i want that feeling more in games especially the sort of like quiet version of it and not the one that's like shouting at you for being like you're the bad guy really like you don't need to i get it i get it you don't need to yell we're uh, like so yeah, you that was and good. i yeah we're exactly not so different we're not so different you and i video <laughs> games yeah exactly uh, I think that would probably be it, right? And there's some other little things, but by and large, those were the... the oh, Guacamelee 2. Um, I didn't play that first game. It's good. But, yeah. No Spelunky 2. Well, those are, <laughs> they're different things, Austin Walker. No, it's no Spelunky 2. That's all I'm saying, eh? Like, well, that's, if, if you want to use Spelunky 2 as, as the... As the the barometer for like other game announcements then well then 2017 is just not gonna pass muster it's just not gonna sorry it has a 2017 problem just like horizon zero dawn <laughs> exactly problem. um there's one other thing that caught my eye and i'll just say it very briefly there's a new Codemasters arcade racing game oh that looked all right it's called onrush and i'm just I, that's a I bad just, name but it looked cool. i know it's not a great name but it looks kind of cool and i really do want another like good big budget 
uh, racing game, like arcade style racing yeah, game. Yeah. That, that's something someone someone oh. we compared it to like San Francisco Rush almost yes, in speed that would be and like amazing. yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was Spider Man. There was some Spider Man stuff there that was like, here's the story. It's Spider Man. Kingpin's going to jail. He's having trouble with his rent. You know. Yeah, so he's it's like guy. an older. He's just a guy. I mean, that's an that's an important thing, right? Like. It Pain confirms rent. that this is older Spider-Man from the Homecoming movie that just came out, right? Like, sure. this Spider-Man has rent instead of chemistry class. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, that's an important Upgraded distinction. Upgraded his problems a little bit, yeah. Yeah. It it looks it looks fine. Like, I, a trailer isn't going to be the thing that's going to sell me on the Spider-Man game. Like, hands-on time is. I need to know how it feels. So, what can you do? Um, all right. We should talk about other stuff. We Actually, what we should do real quick is... We should take a quick break uh, for a word from from probably me talking about a sponsor. If I'm going <laughs> to guess, then we're going to take a break, and it's going to be me, and I'm going to go like, hey, what's up, Google, or something like that, and, and that'll be... I hope I didn't just activate your Google Home. If you're Oops. Okay, I'm just going to throw to this break now. We'll be right back. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Welcome back. Uh, oh. So what else is going on in Paris? Paris, we've put Paris behind us. We probably don't have time to get into indictments today. Uh, <laughs> this is probably not the venue, though. So, boy, what a day. Um, yep. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, have people been playing? Have people been playing uh, it's uh, Mario. video games? Good Mario. Mario. Yeah. Tell me about Mario. I've played zero Mario. I'm oh. the one person in games journalism not playing Mario. Oh. Tell me about Mario. It's really good. I mean, okay. We've already we've already talked about it somewhat at various points, obviously on the podcast. I I had had a couple of hours of experience with it previously from a preview event about a month ago, so I knew I knew it was going to be good. Uh, but what I'm really really enjoying about it is how dense the worlds are. They're not huge, at least at least thus far. I'm probably well. I, I have to say, how I'm many probably worlds like, in are you? Yeah, yeah. I've got about five worlds, but I'm also playing it with Patricia. She started it before me, and now we're um. just kind of hot seating the whole game. Which, by the way, is the best way to play games like this. I think it's mm-hmm. still really fun. It really holds up as kind of like a method for getting through 3D platformers. Really, really fun. Uh, I'm about five worlds in, but we're actually getting probably like a good 75% of everything in each world, and finding all the secrets, and going and talking to. Uh, the character who gives you, you know, secrets, who kind of gives you hints, and actually going to, you know, Toad and having him mark your map with little hints and little secrets. I just really love um, how much there is in each world and how the world actually change when you come back to them, and or the desert world even changes. Uh, just right. scripting that it changes the world itself. It goes day to night to day again. There's different features of the world, so there's just so much to kind of dig into here, and all of it is holding up really well so far. Is your yeah, the world the world uh, just to, as an aside like the, the worlds never get much bigger than what you've experienced okay. um, Danielle but they the, the the operating theory of Mario Odyssey is 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 density as opposed to yeah. uh, like raw space and um, it it continue, that's that's how 
honestly plays out in a way that uh, when I was playing through it, like when I was first playing through it, and I was playing it like in the reviewer capacity of like kind of going a little faster um, yeah. and not exploring yeah. as much as I, I normally would. It was I found it sort of disappointing. But then as I dug into the game more, I, it was deeply satisfying to just find out how much they had. Uh, put in there, and uh, although you think you're finding everything, well, when you when you finish the game, you will find that you have not found nearly everything, uh, <laughs> and it's a very pleasant surprise. Awesome. That's cool. That's yeah. good. Uh, I, I'm curious if Danielle, back when we when you first went to see the game at a preview event, you came back and were like, "It's like an adventure game yes. because you are like figuring out puzzles and exploring the world to to like piece together like how to each each moon, which is like you're collecting these moons." Uh, and this is my understanding. Again, I have not played this game, but like <laughs> each one com- is comes from a challenge, whether it's a platforming challenge or just like, hmm, how do I interact with objects in the world to make them do a thing that will give me a moon so does that has that held true absolutely yeah and at, obviously patrick has played more and i know you, you you said that seems to be more true the further you go but even very early on even if you sort of uh go back to the very first world cap i think it's called cap town i'm pretty sure i keep i kept calling it hat town or hatville or something but i think it's, it's cap not like town. it's not a land or there, it's a town it's a town it's, it was, some of them are towns you know there's there's you know Kingdom, I think they're all kingdoms, technically. Oh. It's Cap Town in the something kingdom. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, it really does hold true. Like, everything there, and the way you go about finding hints is really cute and very adventure gamey. It's almost like you have a little hint system, uh, you know, and, and it doesn't feel like cheating ever because it's just, there's 75 things to do in this world. <laughs> like, it's okay right. to kind of go and get a little hint and at least kind of get in the right area and start trying things. It really does reward experimentation. Like, oh, what if I jump over here? What what will happen? Or what if I turn the camera this, you know, three degrees to the left? Am I going to see something else? Or what if I just throw my hat on this? You're almost always going to be rewarded with something. There's almost always something that will happen, even if it's just a tiny interaction or a new animation or something like that. And that is really in keeping with sort of the very best adventure game puzzles in terms of, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, there's always something that's going to help you further along or or something that's going to be sort of a joyful way of interacting with the world. So yeah, I think it's really taking the best parts of that tradition and taking it to, you know, Mario depths, like taking it to this, this kind of giant polished 3D world. And I'm really loving that about it. Uh, The internet is telling me that it's called, it's, it's, it's the Cap Kingdom. Okay. But then, but then, it is it. The most notable city is Bonneton. Bonneton, like Bonnet and like wow. town. Uh, so the nickname good. is the nickname of it is the land of Haberdash dreams. <laughs> it's very romantic. It's a very ah, uh, <sighs> the honeymoon in the land of Haberdash dreams. <sighs> if I'm only. So glad. <laughs> uh, Let's Patrick, go to Bonneton. Are you, are you are you sticking with it? Are you continuing to collect moons here and there? Uh, not quite yet because I like pivoted really quickly to finishing South Park, which I uh, finished right. up on on Saturday. And how then, how did uh, that wrap up? Did you did you leave it going like oh they turned it around or did it? No, not? I mean it's it more or less I, how how I felt when I wrote my piece a, a week and a half ago or so uh, is how I feel now. I I even outside of uh, like the the political constructs and problems I have with South Park and the way they handle their humor, I think it's just a much poorer game and story than I think the Stick of Truth is. Like, right? If you're if you're casually interested, like play the first one. I think this one is a a, a I don't know if that's because it's Ubisoft San Francisco or it's because you know that Obsidian was involved or it's just because going back to the well a second time just naturally they just ran out of 
um, ideas on the, on the same level. I just, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm glad I finished it because I, I wanted to kind of see it through, but uh, my mind didn't change, and there, I, I still think the original is a, is a better game, even separate from all the other stuff related to South Park. Uh, but then, yeah, yeah, I wanted to jump into to Wolfenstein, but I'm going to uh, Florida with my family on Wednesday for a couple days for a wedding, and that's where I'm very excited to right. be on the beach and be on the, the plane and uh, digging into some... Mario. Although, yeah. I'll probably be sitting next to my kid, and then sh- she'll try and take that switch away from me, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's extremely good, in my, she thinks, in my opinion. She thinks it's, uh, she, uh, it's very funny because she's uh, deeply understands like touchscreens, like iPhones and iPads, and she doesn't quite know like how to navigate them, but she knows that they respond to her touch, and so when I'm playing with a switch, and if I can get her to sit still, she... It actually works as a, a kind of a decent distraction tool because she sits there just poking the Switch's screen and it doesn't do anything. And like most games, like there are touchscreen based games on the Switch and it is a touchscreen, but like in Mario, it doesn't do anything. So I'll be sitting there like running around and she's just poking it, thinking like, oh, at some point this is going to do the thing the <laughs> iPad does. And instead, I'm just, I managed to trick her for between three to five minutes, which is usually long enough to get one star uh, in, that, in that game. God. One day, one day she'll be playing with you. Controlling yeah, Cappy. Uh, have, mm-hmm. have either of you been or tried the co-op mode at all? I have not. No. Not yet. I, okay. I, we need to, but we're having so much fun playing Hot Seat that. Right, right. Yeah. I watched some um, some footage of the co-op where it's like one person is just Cappy, and you can just go anywhere on the screen and like hit stuff, or you can control what Mario gets turned into. It looked fun. It looked, it looked like a cute time. Uh, cool. Uh, Anybody playing anything else this this weekend? A lot of rabbits. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to beat that. Oh, game. nice! I'm trying yeah, to hard I wanna, to beat wanna, that's, that game. <laughs> that's one of my ones that I want to finish. I, I'm like two areas away from the end. I'm a little worried that I've had like two months distance from it. And yeah. I'm not to just fucking jump into the end game. Um, oh, man. I mean, you can put it on easy mode. That's one of the nice things that's the game true. does. Is that it? If if I just realize I'm too rusty to to get to the end. The alternative is that. Uh, uh, you could just look up on YouTube for like the optimal path because like this game is like part of what Rabbids does is there's less randomness than there is in like an XCOM yeah. mm-hmm. uh, game. I mean, there is randomness, but it's just not the scale of it is is much more limited. So if I wanted to, I could like look up the ideal party and look up the ideal initial moves. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I'm hoping to finish that and Golf Story this weekend. And that's a really good game. If you're buying yes. a Switch because Mario's out, like and Zelda Mario, good games. Like, but don't sleep on Mario and Rabbids. Like, it's it is a tremendously fun uh, entry level strategy game. I need to get back to it. I I have been like dipping into a few other things, in, including a little bit more of XCOM's uh, big expansion, XCOM 2's big expansion, and like it's the same thing, Patrick. Like, oh wait, I stopped playing this game for three right. months. Shit, <laughs> I'm not. Uh oh, by uh oh. Shut down. Start No Man's Sky. Try to finish the story mode in that. Like that's much easier to get back into. Like, oh, what do I need? Seven, four hundred frost crystals. Sure, easy for me to point my my cursor at a frost crystal and get four hundred frost crystals. Way harder to manage like a war against zombies and alien people on three tactical fronts. You know. Uh, well, we're in um, Goaty. We're at like. We're here. We're in it. We're we have... in the Goaty stretch right now. We're in the last four miles of a marathon. Uh-huh. Where it's uh-huh. like, oh, you got to make up some time right What's now. What's left? So let's actually briefly have that conversation. Like, what is what is left? It's Call of Duty. It's Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. It's Call Fear. of Duty, the game that's going to somehow have something Good to say luck. about Nazis right after Wolfenstein. Oh. oh my God, that game! I had I, I had finished it by the time we talked on Friday, right? 
I believe so, yes. Okay. I think you were struggling with a, the final battle or something for a little while. For a little while I was. There was a, there was a hard fight towards the end. Um, but, uh, boy, what a fucking game. Are either of you digging into that more? Uh, yeah. A bit, I, yeah. yeah. I, had a, I had a little save game snafu. That, uh, oh, my God. Oh, I forgot <laughs> no, about I'm this. Not gonna, this so... I'm not going to put that person on blast because they got me a very nice lunch that day, and they were very sorry. It's neither of us, though, to be clear. <laughs> I do need to, you have to say that. You can't just say I replay it's no it's it's uh it's nobody who, who writes at Waypoint. It's nobody who okay. writes uh or, or does social media at, at Waypoint. Uh but part of our experience. And it's not team, Natalie either. It's not Natalie either. Or somebody who does streams. It's somebody a beloved member of our extended uh-huh. team who does wonderful work for us, very good work for us, uh-huh. wanted to try the game, maybe maybe wrote over all my save files so <laughs> i basically Wait, replayed all of them i just realized this you get multiple saves don't you it, it was no, none of my saves were in my load menu no matter what i did and like i tried oh, launching it seven buddy. different ways like it it was woof all right let's go <laughs> mm. anyway so i replayed get... the intro and i made a different decision about who to save i'll just say that Oh, that's interesting. I'm curious. We'll talk. We still need to do our our next Waypoint 101 on the yeah. first Wolfenstein and wrap that up. And that should probably turn into a big spoiler cast for the second one too. At this that's, point, that maybe that's how we handle. I think that's, that's how we salvage this. There you yeah, go. I think that's the that's play. a good idea. Okay. Yeah, so let's do that for sure. Maybe we'll, let's talk to Rob and see where he's at with the new one and, and figure all that out. He may want to do a Sonic Forces spoiler cast. Well, we're, that's coming out. On that's coming out. <laughs> to November, November third, Call of Duty. November seventh. Yeah. Uh, Neo is coming to Windows PC. I'm excited about that. I need to actually play that game. Good game. Uh, Sonic Forces <laughs> is coming. <laughs> that game looks bad. That yeah, game looks it's, bad. It's 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 leaked out already through some like Ugh. retail channels oh. and the the initial. Look, Sonic fans, you got Sonic Mania. That's right. Yes, you're good. You're good. Like this one was never going to be good. Yep. You got Sonic Mania. If anything, it made me think uh, about. Uh, it's tough. I've, I wanted to write about this because when I was thinking about it this weekend, but I'm not like. A Sonic super fan, so I, I don't know how uh, a super. I think you mean a feel. supersonic fan. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. true. Uh, wow, you've Dan, not I collected. Think almost, I think you almost killed Danielle <laughs> with that joke. <laughs> that was good. Which is like, which is like the fact that like Danielle uh, is the one to you know, throw shade over your joke is like a, <laughs> there's a little bit of weirdness right there. Uh, but there, there's, I think there's something fascinating about Sega's uh, internal inability to sort mm-hmm. of understand what makes Sonic work, and that Sonic Mania handed out to an external developer for the first time. Um, suddenly was yep. able to capture what they've spent the better part of yeah. like 20 years trying to recapture. Like that's, that's a bad, that's an indictment of yep. so, like Sega's internal culture. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's, it's <laughs> we so. got there either way. Whew, yeah. Yep. That's finally. probably not a game that I would beat, but I am curious to like check it out because I, I wait do mania or forces? mania is so good. forces. Um, oh, okay. okay. Because I, I want to write that story. Maybe that means I have to like at least check out both of those sort of explore like what that actually means uh in a meaningful way mania is um, definitely worth your damn time especially yeah. while goatee is maybe is i should happening. buy i should buy that on switch and maybe i'll find time in florida there you go, to, to there play you go. um what else what else is coming out uh need for speed need for speed payback uh later this month I've, that feels like a game that <laughs> no one realizes is coming out yeah need for need for speed payback need for speed payback heist uh-huh. mode Vroom. 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 Heist mode. Daddy's got to go to work, and then the rock like boom, breaks his arm, breaks the cast off his arm. 
Is this an ad for Broom? Well, uh, <laughs> we got to take a quick break. We have to go to our Need for Speed Payback ad break uh, coming out this fall. Have you seen Fast and the Furious? Because I think that the dev team has. They've said it's kind of not like Fast and the Furious, they, but they also say that it has, quote, intense heist missions, high-stakes car battles, epic cop pursuits, and jaw-dropping set pieces. That's the sound of my jaw-dropping. Boom. I don't know, that game looks alright. Locoroco yeah, 2 remastered on PS4. <laughs> Wait, is it actually coming out this year? Is that... Apparently That's in, in December. December. Okay, December. cool. Uh, before then, though, we've got well, L.A. Noir, which I think oh, is yeah. going to inspire a bunch of people to wish that game was getting a sequel because I yeah, was one of those people. Same. That, Maybe um, this will do game, well. It had a lot of problems in like, the, second, like, the, like, the final act of oh, that yeah. game, but so many Wait, cool really? things that I it like tried. the final act. I'm uh, the one I, who, I don't remember enough to like. That's just like my my like. There's a feeling big, of how I felt yeah. about it, but I, I couldn't like articulate how, why I felt it, that. It went from Chinatown to straight L.A. Confidential, I think, is what it did, and it and it kind of. Mm. I feel like it fell apart a little bit at the end. I I remember liking. See, I think it goes literally the other way because you go. I'm not going to spoil what that last act is, right. but like a major character comes up, and the you get a different perspective on the events of that game and the main character you've been playing as because you yeah. get the perspective of somebody else who is, like, the actual secret hero of that game. Oh, right. Okay, right. okay. Yep. I love that stuff because, yeah. like, you go from you go from investigating, like, murders to investigating arson cases as, like, from a private instead of a public perspective. Uh, and it. I, I'm not saying it sticks to landing necessarily. I think that it, I actually think that the second act is the bit where it's like starts to struggle. Um, anyway, we should all play that game. That game because I think that game is pretty good. I, uh, I like that game a lot. Actually, it's probably my favorite Rockstar game. Apparently, the Switch port is going to be ten dollars more than the other oh. ports. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's that's, sure. that's been a that's been a thing uh, with the the Switch. There have been various games that I didn't realize the, the the physical nature, like the the cartridge oh, nature sure. of those games. Um, sure. Um, some developers have uh, announced they were going to charge more, and then been shamed into like, <laughs> eating like whatever like the cost differential is. Something tells me Rockstar is not going to back down. Yeah. Uh, uh, new Pokemon Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. I will probably not dip into this, even though I'll tell myself I will. But I just don't I, have the at this time. point. Like I, I've I've wanted to play like a modern Pokemon for a while, and I think like the Switch game that comes out either next year or the year after will probably be like when I finally. Like right. dip back into that again. Yeah, uh, Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront Two, which yeah. has that single player mode. Have you seen those trailers? Because I've noticed something twice in the last two trailers of that game. Big heads, which is giant. Yeah, heads? yes, yes. It's what is weird. happening? It's weird. I don't know. It it just it looks like Darth Helmet is running around. It like, literally does. What the hell? Like, I don't know if someone hit the switch on big head mode or what. But there's a <laughs> there's a specific shot of the main character. Uh, uh, her name is like, fuck. It's like Eden or something, but spelled with an I instead of an E. Sure. Putting on a helmet, like her stormtrooper helmet. She's like a all black everything stormtrooper, uh, and like it's like inferno squad and puts it on and it's huge it's so big i don't understand <laughs> yeah, it's like six times the size of red it's really it's, it's an yeah. issue anyway that game is going to be curious i think because especially because of the uh the loot box stuff the, the loot box discourse right now oh. um that they kind of came out and kind of quashed some some fears that the game would be too loot box heavy or they tried to we'll see in, re- in release hiding them just... in the helmet that's what that's, it is that's why she has such a big helmet in the helmet 
<laughs> oh god! Actually, to get a, a better fitted loot, uh, helmet, you have to buy a loot box. That's the oh, actual. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the last thing for this year that really sticks out to me is like the Xeno... Bubsy, the the Fuck. upcoming Fuck Bubsy, the, the Woolies Strike Back. Did you see that tweet from Bubsy the other day? Yo, that game comes out tomorrow. I know what I'm streaming in the morning. Oh my fucking god! Those are you Woolies streaming? are striking back. That's brand true. brand Mew launch trailer. Fuck you. Showcases. <laughs> Keep reading. Fuck nope. you, but keep reading. Nope, I refuse. <laughs> uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, that's coming. Um, de- Is it? Uh, they haven't... Yes, yes. Reggie told me yes. Reggie, really? Yes, okay. 100%. That's what he said. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe he was lying through his teeth. But I just saw Reggie last week. I still have to transcribe that interview. Uh, there's some interesting things in it. But, but one of the things he said was, like, we still have a great slate of games coming. Mario Odyssey, because it was right before Mario Odyssey came out. Mm-hmm. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. With Xenoblade Chronicles 2, we really... And then he said some stuff about that game, and I don't remember what it was. But <laughs> that's, that's what That's impressive. That, that, when that game was announced as part of like 100%. the Switch lineup for 2017, I was like, bullshit, 100%. that game is coming. I, mean, I, I said, said it about, about Mario Odyssey. 2. Yeah. yeah. I think we're all... Yeah. I'm. Everyone is surprised that they nailed two huge games already. I don't think that Xenoblade Chronicles... Two is going to be as, as massive a success as Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey will have been, but hey, if they can if they can launch those two games, or those three games, you know, Fire Emblem Warriors isn't a first part is a first party game too. Arms, mm-hmm. Splatoon two, like what a year for the Switch! I think we're going to be saying what a year for the Switch, like at the end of this year when we finish doing our end of the year yeah. stuff. Um, all right, so that's that's what's coming up next after this, I guess. That's in our lives. I, I'm glad we can breathe a little bit more. I need to go work on my Wolfenstein write-up. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what the fuck I'm going to write yet. I had a whole thing, and then I read a uh, manual over at our friends at Motherboard. Uh, Emmanuel um, Malberg wrote up. I think. Yeah, Myberg. Myberg. Yeah, I said Malberg. Meant Myberg. Um, Emmanuel Myberg wrote up the piece that I was writing, and I was like, fuck, he already did it. He stole it. He stole it. He had your, the ideas and then brain. wrote them before I did. What a <laughs> fool I am. Uh, so I'm going to figure out something else to write and, and write that today. Uh, what else is happening this week? Patrick's going to s- stream some Bubsy. I just yeah. got an email from Bubsy Bobcat. I know. Bob. That's, that's, Bo- why, that's, that's why what I you're made looking sure. At. I just got that one like a minute <laughs> Wait, ago. Wait, I thought you were going to say. Please I just be got... careful, Danielle. That is a bar go to Tuesday, October 31st <laughs> at 7 a.m. PT. Don't. Don't spoil those, bar- right. those Bubsy deets. I, I, didn't get I, an, I didn't get an email Buzz from Bubsy. Bubsy. You might Bubsy, get it in like Buzz two more minutes. It's, it's like staggered. It's clearly staggered. Bubsy is emailing this- each one of us by himself, you know, like singly like, each one of us, and it's he's staggering it out so we're not overwhelmed. With I'm gonna the I'm gonna break embargo and uh, tell you that this press release is to announce that it's actually Buzzby, not oh what? Buzzby. Buzzby. That adds up. That adds up. Let me check spam and see if Bubsy shows up in my spam. That seems. <laughs> That says it's Laura Croft, not Laura Croft. What? Oh, it says that? It's weird. Wow. I don't know okay. why they're weighing in Good. on that as well, but that's... Good. Mm, I got no Bubsy in the spam. I got no Bubsy in my main email. God damn. I, I don't know what's going on. I'll make sure... Oh, oh the email is from the the Bubsy Bobcat. Oh, oh I'm angry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bubsy Bobcat, uh, It's real good. I'm angry. My oh. email, my spam is just like... The first blockchain platform that pays for you playing games. No, glad. Oh, good boy. job, spam. Good job catching things about blockchain platforms. I got a great Ugh. press release for uh, Mermaid and some other type of teacups. 
Oh, I got that. I got that you one. Got that, that mermaid one emailed oh. me. Cutest tea sets for one and two ever at, and then a website that I'm not going to name. Right. Uh, and then it's cute, like, teacups, but, like, they look like mermaids and maids and astronaut ladies. Yeah, it's... I like the astronaut lady one. It's pretty cool, actually. I like them all. Listen, I have room in my life for mermaids. I'm going to put it out the there. The mermaid one, the, um, <clears throat> the astronaut one is really cute because the cup is, like, the helmet. Like, oh, that's it's really, really cute, cute. Actually. Oh, it's like a the helmet, like the glass helmet. Yeah. You take it off and pour. That's definitely not tea. That's definitely whiskey. It's a glass <laughs> helmet. Mm, that's like a hot toddy at least. <laughs> Ugh. All right. I think that's going to do it for us oh. today. I know, Patrick, you have to go take care of a, of a child. Still who's... sleeping. I don't know. Oh, nice. Jessica, don't, wake up. Uh-oh. Don't wake up your baby. Oh, Let your no. baby sleep. Your baby needs sleep. God, you've been doing this for over a year now. Uh, I guess so we should say so that, tell me. which is, like, as of right now, obviously, we did our 100th episode of the podcast oh, recently. Yeah. I mentioned it on Twitter a couple of uh, weeks, or a couple a week ago, basically, which was uh, the, a week ago today, or something like that, was when we announced the name Waypoint. But it is October 30th, which would mean that literally a year ago today, we were probably playing a bad video game on stream. Yep. Or maybe, I think maybe right this moment was like a, a Mario Kart tournament or something. because yeah, I think we'd, the... The uh, GoldenEye tournament was on the uh, on the thirtieth, I believe. That sounds right. I feel yeah. like that's that 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 adds up right to me. Uh, so thank you for to everybody who has been supporting us over the last year. It has been uh, a remarkable time. We've we've done things that we're really proud of, and we couldn't do any of it without the support of all of you and the support of so many people who you don't see. I've, I said this at the end of the seventy-two hour stream that we did last year. I say this as often as I can, but you know, for each one of us who is out here writing about Bubsy uh, and doing all the other hard work of games journalism, <laughs> there are other people who are you know running. A, making sure we have benefits and making sure that you know if we're going to have a guest on the stream that we you know get all the paperwork right you know for every for every austin or danielle or patrick there is you know a Eunice or or linda or a cl or so many people who contribute to what we do um so thanks to all of them and thank you to everybody who, who's listened all of you out there who, who are listening and supporting and spreading the word uh you know we don't advertise this podcast we don't get out there and say you know we don't pay any money so that there are ads for this podcast on any other big podcast network or anything like that as far as i know as far as joel you didn't <laughs> joel you today. didn't as of today you're not advertising it so what i'm saying is if you could get out there and let people know that that you've loved waypoint radio that you like to read the stuff that we do on the site that you love watching our streams like that would mean the world to us it would, would help us a lot so so do that uh and then and then just thanks you know to everybody on my on my team like it's it has been a dream to launch a site like this and to have the the ability to to dig into stories that we think are important uh i think we've we've hit a lot we've had some misses but like i think that we have grown a lot as a as a team and as a uh as a site as a publication over the last year i'm so excited for everything that we're doing next we have a lot of uh a lot of pots on the stove a lot of irons in the fire a lot of plates spinning a lot of (laughs) balls in the air what are the is that all of them is that all of the ways you got a lot of busbies busbying yep i hate the woolies are buzzing i'm closing the site Uh, i want to announce today this is it (laughs) Thanks so much for supporting us, but we're done now. No more. No more. Bub- hey, Bubsy is out. We 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 did it. We, we made it. I guess we're not allowed to end the site until we stream through all of NAC two. Actually, I think oh, that's yeah. the yeah, rule. That's mm, all fair. of NAC two and probably all of Superman sixty four. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> NAC to soups. No. Yeah. 
Yeah. I I would play I would play Superman sixty four again if I could play it on an emulator with save states. I am I'll talk to legal. I'll shout out to legal. I'll talk to legal and see what we can do. I'm unwilling to play Super Mario 64 in its natural state. Rick and Legal, we have that game. Just let us play it on an emulator so that we, <laughs> we can get We can show proof states. that we bought it. We have Here the receipt for 1998. I went to, <laughs> I went to Video Games New York and bought that game. All right, that's going to be it for us today. I'm Austin Walker. You can find me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Where can people find you, Patrick? I'm at Patrick Klopik. How about you, Danielle? At Danielle yeah. R.I. Uh, you can find everything we do at twitter.com slash waypoint, facebook.com slash waypointvice. You can find us over at waypoint.vice.com on YouTube where archives are going up of all of the stuff that has not been archived for the Yay! last few months. It's happening Yay, every single day. Shout out to Natalie. Uh, you can find that at youtube.com slash waypointvice. Thank you to Bowen for letting us use the track Miss You off the EP Pale Machine. Uh, you can find out more info about that at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. Uh, as always, you can join us on the forums at waypoint uh, no, at discourse.zone or at forum.waypoint.vice.com. Uh, but discourse.zone is definitely the URL. And thanks, as always, to our, our incredible mod team there uh, who has helped build a, a really fantastic community. Um, you know, over the last couple of weeks, it has been, uh, as we talked about last time, with NeoGAF uh, kind of shutting down or turning into a hell space, uh, as it has completely done at this point. Um, a lot of people came there, and, and shout out to the mods who've been doing incredible work uh, both on the forums and in our in our Discord. All uh, right, I think that's it. I'm not. Am I forgetting anything? I think that that's it. I think that's our, our whole outro. Thanks to to Rob Schulte and uh, Sophie, who who one of which will be producing the show today. Uh, and thank you for listening. Uh, until next time, what do we say to him, Danielle? Be good and be good at it. Peace. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.